The following show contains spoilers for The Mummy. Did you see the Invisible Man cameo? Of course you didn't! He's invisible! We could survive that! We could survive that! We could survive- Welcome to a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs> Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by my mummy. It's Chris. He's wrapped gonna, in bandages. I was going to try a high-pitched voice and say like, no. hello son. But I'm not going to go with that. I'm a different kind of mummy today. have my brain pulled out through my nose. My internal organs removed and put into little jars. My heart's going to be weighed against a feather with one of the Egyptian gods to decide if I can go to the afterlife. You know a surprising amount about Egyptian burials. I like, yeah. Is that what you were doing last week? No, I have a book on Egyptology. Ah. That I, I do like. I am quite Does it have pictures in, in it? Yeah, well, of course it has pictures. <laughs> if it did have pictures in it, I wouldn't have it, would I? No, that is true. This week, Chris, welcome back, by the way, after yeah, you skived you. last week. Yes. I know. I didn't go to Disneyland. <laughs> I was ill. There was no sick note. You get no sick pay. Uh, yeah, this week we are doing the 2017 version of The Mummy starring that man that is called Tom Cruise. Chris, what's the story of The Mummy? And then I'm going to give it a good kick in because I'm in a bad mood today. Oh, no reason. excellent. I'm excellent. just in a bad mood. <laughs> well, The Mummy follows the other storylines of all the other Mummy films, if you've seen them really. You've got people looking for uh, ancient Egyptian artefacts. They find a tomb. They want to plunder it a bit. They find a sarcophagus. They take it out. They unwittingly unleash an, an Egyptian curse. Normally resurrects said mummy. Said mummy normally goes around draining life from people to restore herself whilst having a big world-dominating plan. You know, take over the world or bring back an ancient god. or Make everything sandy. Yeah, or resurrecting long-lost Egyptian lover or whatever. Something that's going to put the world in or danger. Or Dwayne the Rock as a terrible CGI scorpion god. Or that, of course. Or Jet Li as a uh, Japanese mummy? Dunno, not seen the Emperor Chinese one. mummy? He's Chinese. Yeah, he does something in the Wall of Wait, China. Wait, Jet Li. I'm thinking of Donnie Yen. I don't, I don't know <laughs> which one Jet Li is. <laughs> I <just> Racist? <laughs> no? Um, let's move away. Yep, you've summed up the story. Well, kind of. Also, I don't care. Pros, Chris. Let's get the praise out of the way quickly. Okay. Do you have anything good to say about the film? Yeah, it wasn't as shit as what I thought it was going to be. Oh, good. High praise. <laughs> yes. Tom Cruise is in great shape. I'm enjoying that. You like had, his abs? I do. It had some funny moments in it I wasn't expecting. had a few laughs in it. They, it was a bit of a light-hearted. Some parts were quite light-hearted. Other parts I enjoyed. The CG was questionable in parts I thought it was okay I didn't think it was terrible it's better than what the CG in Baywatch was right? Baywatch was bloody right. terrible just to clarify I think probably the reason Chris was sick last week is because he watched Baywatch and the rage has consumed him <laughs> I would not recommend it no so better than Baywatch good of course we still can't do liquid metal there was some Mercury shots in this, and, oh, they, and yeah, they were that CG. Too good. Yeah. But it's been ages since Terminator 2, and the liquid metal Terminator in that, it still stands up for the most part. It's been a while since I've watched it, but... It looked almost identical to the Mercury in this. 
perhaps better one could say no i still don't think we can do it shiny liquids why don't they use real mercury because it's poisonous and toxic and, and so? drives you crazy you know the phrase mad as a hatter yeah that's where it comes from really they used to use mercury humanity goes through some weird phases there was one time that we thought radiation was great for us so we bloody put it in tablets and in watches and ate it and stuff and then lots of people died from radiation poisoning and i think we went through a phase like that with mercury because we used it in thermometers and hatters used it and now we don't use it because it's nasty and also stops magical mummies from using their voodoo powers yeah not sure why no (laughs) apparently it does i don't know the emperors in japan used to drink it because i thought it gave them longer life Oh, it, it no. didn't. It used to kill him. Kill him earlier. <laughs> yeah, mummy, fire them and turn them into jet lead. No, we're going back on. The- <laughs> <laughs> Let's avoid that. Yeah, good parts of the film. Uh, yeah, there are some funny elements to it. Most of that coming from Tom Cruise's buddy, played by Jake Johnson, uh, who plays Chris. Uh, his sort of um, army sidekick. Yes, scout. But yeah. he, he's he's got some good lines. I enjoy him anyway. Uh, I don't watch New Girl, but when I... I was going to say, he's a guy from New Girl, isn't yeah, he? When yeah. I occasionally turn the channel and watch the last five minutes of New Girl, he makes me smile. So, yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, there are some good action pieces. They made a big deal out of some of them, the zero gravity thing. I like that. Uh, I don't think that was on long enough. You wanted it longer? I wanted longer. See, the thing is, Tom Cruise, he's, say what you want about him, and I probably will. He's a weird Scientology man. Of course. He's got some balls on him, and he's not afraid to take a few risks and do his own stunts and, and things like that, especially in the Mission Impossible movies where most of the film is written around, okay, what can we get Tom Cruise to do next? <laughs> How high can we can <laughs> we tie him to this building or this plane and stuff like that? And the thing with that, um, the Mission Impossible films, is they're shot really well. They take advantage of that actor being in some serious danger. I mean, they obviously have to CGI out the safety ropes and things like that. But for the most part, they're long, lingering shots on his face as the wind whips his cheeks and he gets higher and higher on a plane uh, or he's dropped from a building or something like that. There wasn't that in this. The plane sequence in particular was... There was no big lingering long shot to see or to show that this is Tom Cruise and he's being thrown about and there's no gravity. I don't think that was a big thing. That's that's you being picky with the film. No, it is a big thing and the film made a big deal out of it because there's a shot of the behind the scenes of them getting into the technical elements of performing that scene did you you probably didn't see no that. no that that was the big stun this is the crazy thing that tom cruise is doing in this film that's probably why if you didn't fit that's probably because you didn't see that short but i i was kind of uh feeling a bit blue balled by <laughs> <laughs> by that scene but um, Fair enough. for the 20 or so seconds it was on screen it was it was good fun i thought the storyline was okay it was different from the other mummy films. I, I mean, I've not seen all of them. The ones I'm most familiar with are the... The Brandon Fraser ones. Yeah, Brendan Fraser from the 90s. Um, and it stood out 
from them. So did the mummy. Thankfully, we have a lady mummy. Was she intimidating enough? How does she stand up against the Jet Li mummy and the other mummy? Oh, I can't say about Jet Li because I've not oh. seen that one. But I didn't find her as intimidating at some points. Other points, I find her quite intimidating. She sort of went between the two. Okay, I can understand that. And we'll... I think I there's one part in particular that made me go, oh, is that it? Okay, intimidating what, what was that? or scary? Well, well, it's the bit where she's captured immediately. She goes on a mini rampage where she captures Tom Cruise, and then Tom Cruise gets away, and then the Dark Universe's version of Shield shows up and captures her in a few seconds with no sweat or anything. I think she let that happen. See, I don't think she did because there's at no point like a Loki moment where she's like, woohoo. But she easily escapes. Eventually, yeah. But I don't think that was part of her plan. And that kind of weakened her threat for me. Um, it might not have done for you, but that's just me. No, I just, like my villains just... to punch <laughs> Tom Cruise in the face, which she does a lot. She does. <laughs> which is enjoyable. No, it just showed me that this group, which is led by Russell Crowe's Dr. Jekyll, was, uh, you know, well-trained in fighting monsters. They yeah. knew exactly what they had to do. Yeah, okay, but then when it comes to the end, they don't do exactly the same thing and subdue her with... No, they get messed over. Oh, yeah, they get messed over a lot. Yeah. The A-Team must have still been in the Museum of London? Is that where his base is? Yeah. Is natu- that where that you keep natu- a mummy in a tourist attraction? That was a natural history museum, yeah. Why? Why do you think? It's, it's like keeping a werewolf place. under the London Eye. How do you know this? <laughs> it's not good planning. <laughs> it's not good planning at all. Yeah, Mr. Mister Jekyll, Dr. Hyde, what's his face? Robin Hood. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll. I don't know. Russell Crowe. What? What's his, is that his name? Russell Crowe, yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe. Mr. Crowe. Mr. Crowe. Uh, uh, Sir Lord Crowe. Croven E, I think spelling pro e he's mr hyde in this as you or dr hyde dr he's jekyll and hyde in this (laughs) and he's the leader of this version this universe's version of shield uh he he was fine he does do some hidey action with a weird cockney accent which he slips out of while he's talking as hyde doesn't he yes he he goes cockney russell crowe cockney what are we having an alliance governor I'm evil, you're evil. Now I'm Russell Crowe. <laughs> but I haven't gone back to Jekyll yet, so it's just yeah. a slip-up. Accent aside... I liked him. I, I like... Right. The look of Hyde when he turns evil, I did not like at all. It's pretty generic and kind of bland and yeah, but... just dark and vainy and I didn't like. But Crowe's acting and the way he differentiated the two with his mannerisms and stuff, Dr. Jekyll is upstanding... Uh, composed, stands up straight. Hyde, he's a bloody cockney gangster guy. He's giving it all large, messing with his collar and like, hey, up, let's go cause some <laughs> chaos, innit? Geezer. Oh, God. Actually, Stop. now I think about it, I don't like Hyde as much as I remember liking him. Maybe it was a kind of Sharknado glee you're, that no, I was feeling. You're going too far. So bad he doesn't good. say geezer. At no point does he say geezer. Well, he's getting there, isn't he? He was Let's good. Let's go cause some chaos. He was good as Jekyll. He was good as Hyde. I liked how he looked as Hyde. Because when he does change into Hyde, he doesn't 
it's not a big trans. It's not a Van Helsing transformation. That no, but it's not. I, it is. It is more. It is he does look the same? It's more of subtle changes that they've done. Yeah, but I didn't find that particularly you... imaginative. I liked his nuance when he's changing between the characters, but that design. Did you ever see the thing with James Nesbitt? Yes, I did. Yeah, he, he doesn't had... change either. No, he had subtle changes, which I liked. I think that's yeah. that's good. That's how to do it. But did he look like a weird grey man? Kind of wish he did. Did he look like a zombie like wish Russell Crowe does? Wish, yeah, I want him I'm, to. Nah, I, I like think he kind of blended in too much with the mummy, and he's meant to be something different, isn't he? I liked it. Okay, we we disagree, but let's agree on some other things, Chris. Just about every positive we've named came with a caveat. It was good, but now let's get into really? the genuinely bad stuff. I would say no point in the film was genuinely bad. Where I thought, oh god, this this is worse. They should never have included this part. I can name some, Chris. <laughs> Go on. There were three different exposition scenes of the same exposition that we'd seen at the start of the film. There's a narration by Mister Hyde or Doctor Jekyll over the the beginning where he's going, ah, oh, mummies and things. Then there was a dagger and evil, and she was stopped. Then we get it again to Tom Cruise's face when Jenny, um, the love interest in this film, tells him the exact same thing. Yeah, but she only tells him a little bit. She starts telling him. It's then still he starts... enough to get repetitive. No, and it's then not. Hyde does it again when they're in the museum. So I well, thought that was exposition overload. I didn't need that many scenes. Yeah, I see. I didn't really pick up on that. Okay, I did because I. I mean, I was asleep, but whatever. Okay. That engaging was the film. What else? The tone, Chris. Now, I I did some research on this. I did have a look because it felt very off to me. I'm not talking comedic tone. I'm talking the rating of the film. So here in England, it's rated a 15. Yes. In America, it's a PG-13, which I think is about R15. But there's nothing that really justifies it being a 15. When it came... There's no foul language no one drops an f-bomb or anything the violence isn't that bloody or gory i mean i still wouldn't show this to a child or anything there's a baby murder scene (laughs) yes there is that and yeah i wouldn't show it to a kid but going into a 15 this isn't really what i expected i mean some of the zombie mummy things do look a bit sinister and there is a heavy reliance on jump scares which don't really work for me but i think they've kind of cut the legs out from under themselves probably no fault of the filmmakers well it's not up to the filmmakers what rating it is is it true yeah it did give three reasons when it showed the certificate at the start it was sustained horror which is all the jump scares threat and then it said one use of extreme violence or something along those lines which i think was the the baby the, ba- the baby birdie yeah. yeah which is why i think it was that that pushed it to the 15 i think if we didn't see because you don't see the actual baby murder you see a slash and the blood, blood spray spatter, yeah. i think if it wasn't for that it could have got away with a 12 i think that is what pushed it up to a 15 okay but surely the filmmakers should have known we're showing a baby murder Let's lean into well, the... That's why they didn't show the actual baby. They just showed the blood sprout because I thought, oh, that'd be enough. We know, we'll get away with that, but evidently not. Do you think they should have clarified and gone, if you show this, it's going to be a 15, and then the filmmakers 
or turn right. away and go, okay, if it's going to be a 15, let's really lean into it and make it more well, punchy-crunchy they, they really and give you a beheading, Chris, because you love swords and beheadings and things like that. I was disappointed in the lack of beheadings and dissections and explosions. No tongues were ripped out. Okay, so you could have done with it. I would have. Now that I've explained myself I could have liked a bit, a bit more violence. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I don't mind it being a 15. And being so. a 12. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit weird, but it doesn't bother me because I'm old enough to see it either way. Yeah, it's a very light 50. Yes, just I, makes it in. Yeah, and I think, because that's a problem with it being a 15 and probably why it's not going to do as well box office-wise because it's cutting out the family audience. Is it a family film? Well, if it was a... You can take kids to 12s and, and things, can't you? Yeah. With adult supervision. So 12 A's. Yeah. You're cutting out some of your audience, aren't you? Yeah, okay, I suppose so. so. And this is... What was Dracula Untold? Because neither don't of us know. have seen it, no. I've seen the last part of it, but I don't know what the E rating was on okay, it. Okay, right. Because this is in the I, in the same universe, because Universal are trying to do their dark universe, stupid name. What uh, would you, you... We can't <laughs> call it Monsterverse. Universal Monsters. Just call it Universal Monsters. That's Scare what it is. Scare Town. Scaryverse. <laughs> <laughs> the Spooksville <laughs> Universal Exploitation of 50s Hammer Horror Films There, that's the that's There you the go, that's what it's called name. That's what it is Yeah, chemistry between Tom Cruise and his lady friend um, Jenny uh, I felt was non-existent Really? I liked it I thought it was okay There's some parts where I thought this is a bit shit uh, Like when they're in the the base, Mr. Hyde, or Dr. Jekyll, sorry, Dr. Base. Jekyll Hyde. This <laughs> is so annoying. Dr. Jekyll's sort of base, and they got the mummy chained up, and they're sitting there talking, and they have a little bit of a touchy-feely moment. I was like, ugh. Not touchy-feely. They, there's no they don't, touchy, they don't there's touch. no groping. I mean, emotionally touchy-feely, and I was like, well, this seems a bit forced. But like when they're back in Iraq, and they're arguing at the, the dig site where the bomb went off, I thought that was quite good. But any emotional connection, lovey-dovey, was a bit forced. I didn't care if they got together. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't bothered about no. that. No, uh, yeah, I get a heavy reliance on jump scares. None of them got me. None of them got you. I think either. No, I think there was one, but I don't recall what was even that jump scares in it. There were. It, it relied on them quite heavily. Mm. There was some creepy imagery, but it kind of ruined it by one not lingering on it. There's a shot where Jen is wandering down a tunnel and there's a zombie uh, waddling after her. But they don't linger on that long enough for it to be scary and then it's just sudden cut, train, Tom Cruise. And it's not the sustained horror that I like. I like creepy horror. Psychological, there's a zombie behind you or you're trapped in a corridor and you can't get out and Darth Vader's swinging a lightsaber. (laughs) Or there's a a sexually transmitted demon that only you can see. That kind of you horror. Like, you like that horror? Yeah, I don't like jump, jump scares because they're just lazy. Boo! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> see what I mean? Lazy. Do you have anything else to add? I mean, I'm going to give it a kicking mm. anyway as we go through the survival bits. I but... suppose you do. I mean, what do you think of the overall mummy? Um, Again, she lost some of her street cred when she gets taken down so quickly. Right. I mean, the escape's fine, but I don't... She didn't... It's not a low-key plan where she wants to get captured. 
And if that's what they were going for, then it, it doesn't show. Okay, other than that, though, what did you think of her looks-wise and stuff? Was she as intimidating? She stands out from the other mummies, which is good. Yeah. Uh, she's visually different, not just because she's a lady. She's got, like, tattoos and, and bandages, stuff like that. Bandages, yeah. I think she's the only mummy that stays in full bandages the whole way through. Yeah, because all the others sort of regenerate and then are like, okay, no more bandages, going to put on some trackies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. And samurai armor or whatever yeah so she's definitely visually interesting but a tad weak well it's different mummies with different powers isn't it so they haven't got all the same things I think she's got the same amount of powers well, I mean, no, she because... makes a dust cloud and she can control creepy crawly insects and things like yeah. that and... there was a, um, an excellent reference to the 90s mummy films which yes, I thoroughly enjoyed uh was the book of the book of the dead was it the gold one's the book of the dead i think yeah yes which is from the first brendan fraser mummy which is the thing that brings that mummy to life so that was a nice easter egg we get other references to the dark universe Ooh, in the form of a vampire skull and the hand from creature from the black lagoon what did yeah. you think of them yeah i liked them i was just like oh yeah look oh there's that oh there's that oh there's... i enjoyed that the only thing is because they packed all those things into a couple of scenes rather than spreading them out throughout the movie. So you just get a couple of scenes where you're like, oh, this, this, this. Okay, moving on. I would have liked if they they could have spread it out a bit yeah. more. And they're not subtle at all, are they? No, they're, they're in your face. They're like, look, look at this. We're making references. Look what you've got to forward to, all this stuff. Yeah. I like more more subtle, more spread out references. Yeah. An infinity nice. gauntlet in the background of Thor. That kind of stuff. Something like that. Or... Yeah, you know I can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm just about done, Chris. Uh, it will not surprise you. I'm going to say, give this one a miss. Really? That does surprise me. Really? <laughs> yeah, I knew you didn't like it, but I didn't think you'd say, give it a miss. It's just very bland and generic. I'm That's gonna... my problem with it. Nothing stands out. I'm probably going to get it. On DVD or Blu-ray? Or VHS. Or audio Audio book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, because I might get Dracula Untold as well, because I want to sort of get a Dark Universe collection going. Yeah, I'm not sure if that counts in the Dark Universe franchise. Well, it's meant Th- to be the first been, one, but... Yeah, there's not been a clarification on it, though. It'd be nice to have Charles Dance in this universe. Who's that? I'm killed on the toilet in Game Oh, of right, Thrones. yeah, okay, yeah. Who's that guy? And the bard from The Hobbit. Obviously plays Dracula, so want him <laughs> you just want to look at him I do I like his long luscious locks yes do we know what the next film is in the dark universe I uh, not for certain it's either Bride of Frankenstein or, or Wolfman Wolfman or Phantom of the Opera or the Invisible Man fair enough interesting <laughs> uh, okay so we are divided Chris on whether we want people to see this film but we will unite to survive this film and the terrifying mummy. So let's kick off our survivally advicey bit. I got one more complaint about the film. You don't have to put your hand up. <laughs> one more complaint about the film. <laughs> this entire film is about the mummy's trying to get hold of Tom Cruise to use his dagger, which he combines with a stone, to sacrifice him to bring the Egyptian god Set into his body. Now, this does happen at the end of the film. Tom Cruise does get stabbed because he's like, okay, I'm going to let Set in in the hope I can overpower him and use his powers to defeat the mummy and resurrect Jen because she gets killed. Had he done that at the start of the film, 
when she was going to do it anyway. <laughs> he could have killed the mummy instantly, and the rest of the film would not have needed to happen. But he needed the power of love. I hate that trope. We're not doing a Wonder Woman <laughs> thing again here. No, I'm not going to defend this film, Chris, at all. I also have a problem with Mr. Dr. Jekyll is on the team, and he's a guy that's fighting evil within him. And by the end of the film, Tom Cruise is now a mummy. And is he going to be fighting the evil within him? Yes. Are we getting two Hulk-esque guys on the team? Tom Cruise's eyes are going to switch between normal and getting the second mini-eye. And then we're going to have two people that have to take drugs to not be evil. Jack will take drugs. Tom Cruise is just going to be like... Willpower. Willpower alone. Yeah, that's not a good mix. You're also going to get the same thing happening with the Wolfman when a full moon comes out. Yeah, <laughs> And then you're going to get... Phantom of the Opera? When he no. sees a piano, he has to go evil. And getting the Invisible Man, who, due to psychological effects not seeing himself, is going to be going crazy anyway. Okay. This entire team, if they join up, is a mess. <laughs> but I don't get how they plan to bring these films together. What, they're going to work together to defeat a greater evil? And who will that evil be? Exactly. Charles Dance? It should be Dracula. Why Dracula wouldn't join and be like, yes, I'm going to help you defeat this greater evil. But what's greater than a mummy, a Frankenstein, and a a werewolf? And a man that's invisible? I don't know. A Hydra, yes. I was going to say, and a guy that plays a piano, but that's not sinister. It's not sinister at all. Mad piano playing humans aside... The film kicks off with uh, Tom Cruise stealing Jen's life work and going off to Iraq where he's an army scout and going to enemy invest in, in, investing infe- infested territory uh, to try and find some ancient Egyptian treasure. Uh, he gets in way over his head and his friend Chris uh, calls in an airstrike which drives off the terrorists, Militants. the enemies, militants, yeah, and uh, exposes the giant hole, which is where the mummy is being kept. And uh, Jen shows up, slaps Tom Cruise and goes, Don't you steal my work again. That's very naughty. And as a punishment, Tom Cruise's uh, superior, Colonel Greenway, punishes him by sending him down into the hole that Tom Cruise wanted to go into so he can steal treasure. Yeah. Is that good? Makes complete sense. Would you send a known thief into a tomb? Why is he still in the army if he's a known thief? Yes. Why isn't he fired (laughs) immediately? They know he steals and sells a black market. But at the same time, he's a uh, long-distance reconnaissance officer or something. So they're probably like, you're the damn best long-distance officer we got. You're corrupt as hell. Yeah, but you gotta stay. No, he should have been fired. Oh, yeah, he should have been court-martialed. And send someone that isn't going to unleash an Egyptian-cursed mummy yep. on the world instead. Yep. Send someone sensible. Some very uh, lack of discipline here. Yes. It's concerning. But Greenway pays for his laissez-faire attitude. Where Ooh, la la la, <laughs> look at you. His Frenchness. <laughs> he pays for that when... Uh, Tom Cruise uh, unleashes the mummy from its uh, magical mercury prison cell. They bring the coffin onto a plane and uh, whilst they were in the tomb, Chris gets bit by a, a spider. Yeah, it hurt. It, it did. It, it did, <laughs> so, yeah. You, you felt that pain. <laughs> yeah, and um, Tom Cruise goes, it's, it's not a poisonous spider, but apparently it's 
a cursed spider because he ends up dying and becoming zombified and one of uh Armanette's uh servants and he goes about cutting open the or cutting off the ties holding the coffin down on the floor he was visibly ill i forget a bit his skin was going a really bad color he had dark veins nobody gave you a shit about him no one of his okay. eyes had all clouded yeah, over. Yeah, he was laying there, like, dying, and nobody... Ca- he died mid-flight, and nobody noticed. No. And then when he got back up... Yeah. And <laughs> started And started cutting it. it, and his face was all messed up, and the Greenway was sitting opposite him. So he was looking, you know, straight at him, like I'm at you right now. And he didn't notice. He was like, put the knife down. <laughs> put the knife down. Come on now, put the knife down. And it's like, what are you doing? And then Chris stabs him twice... Then Chris goes after Tom Cruise, who is forced to shoot him three times. Third uh, one was by two accident. times, <laughs> yeah, the third time. And then Armanette in the coffin does some more magic and commands a bunch of crows to fly into the cockpit, kills all the pilots. Plane goes down, and then the only one that survives the crash is Jen, who is saved when Tom Cruise puts a parachute on her and. Um, sets it off and she goes flying out and lands safely in a field somewhere whilst Tom hits the ground and crashes and presumably dies. So that whole sequence of events, Chris, uh, suggestions. Be more observant of zombie people. Yeah, I don't know how nobody noticed him. I really don't. You knew he's been bit. He's acting a bit sluggish. He's laying down. He's, he's holding his wound. He's turning a weird colour. Yeah, his skin's going all waxy. You just got the general guy who's like, I'm looking at the sarcophagus and nowhere else. And you got Tom Cruise who's like, looking at Jenny trying to think of ways to seduce her again or something. Yeah. That's what's happening. Thinking of chat-up lines. And you got the pilots, obviously, they're flying. And the two other officers that turn up after Chris kills the general. I don't know where the hell they were the entire time. I think they were sitting down on, on the same level that everyone else was, but they didn't do much at all. Bad, isn't it? It is just, bad. It's just bad. All of it's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. This entire thing could have been avoided with discipline proper discipline of following procedures and removing thieves from the military yes this entire thing the entire film that covers every death right i've just solved every death (laughs) in this film fire tom cruise yep saying that that jenny lady probably still would have got that place dug up after the you know the military would have probably got rid of the militants anyway and she would have got an archaeological dig going yeah but it would have been an archaeological dig headed by dr jekyll who knows about all of these ancient mm. uh, creatures and possibly curses. So it probably would have been handled slightly more delicately. Yeah. Also, we would have got a fight between Mr. Hyde and a mummy, which would have been fun. Oi, oi, geezer! <laughs> <laughs> You're from Egypt! Do you think Hyde could have taken her? Probably not. Do you reckon? But it would have been an entertaining fight. I hope we get that later. Yeah, that would be fun. Hyde versus the Wolfman. Oh, Hyde's done for. I think the only person Hyde could take out is the Phantom of the Opera. Hyde's got, like, increased strength and stuff, though, isn't he? He's tough. Yes, but if The Rock ends up playing the Wolfman, the then Rock he's does, not taking... doesn't even need to change a beat <laughs> no, him up. It's exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's where that fight ends. Um, and the plane crashing... You see a, a murder of crows come at you, because that's what a group of crows are called. Is Very it really? sinister, yeah. Wow. You see that coming at you. You aim the plane down, don't you, to avoid that? I don't think you're going to avoid that. It's a big plane. And it is a big flock of crows. Murder of crows. Oh, God. The thing is, the plane comes down because Arminette 
senses that they're flying near the area where the dagger is stored. It's been held in a, an abbey inside a statue. Downton? So, yes. Abbey? <laughs> Which is why she brings a plane down. So had they gone a different route and not gone over that specific area, plane would have come down maybe? Because obviously they were flying to London, weren't they? Yes. Plane perhaps would have come down if they knew. Oh, they've got no way of knowing the dagger's there. No, so. no, not a sausage. It's just what? Not a sausage. <laughs> not got a sausage. It's a weird <laughs> phrase. But yeah, uh, my problem with this one parachute on the plane. What the hell was that? Was that? There's two pilots, a minimum on that plane. Yeah. Plus the oh, six or seven I know I've done it. guests. What? Or the side of plane rips off. And probably most of the parachutes were sucked out during that point. But still, you'd store parachutes in an area where you saw they're not the going to get area. sucked out, are they? I don't know what area would that be. Any part of the plane could have came away. Well, you'd, you'd have lots of parachutes, I'd guess. Or and I'd it is hope. a military plane. Yes. Where you would expect soldiers to, you know, possibly jump out mid-flight. Exactly. So, perhaps they don't store parachutes on there all the time? I don't know. Oh, I, that doesn't Doesn't matter. Tom well Cruise's get... Tom Cruise's <laughs> Tom Cruise gets you know resurrected anyway so yeah, it's fine uh, but still that doesn't sit well with me that lack of parachute thing I do like the joke where uh, Jen's asking him about oh you put the parachute on me why did you do that I thought there was another parachute <laughs> a genuinely funny line that made me giggle but yeah that's irritating but it doesn't matter because of the power of Hollywood Tom Cruise is resurrected so he can continue headlining this mummy film and then a whole bunch of shenanigans happen uh he's almost killed by the mummy he's not the shield show up <laughs> what are they called the the monster men the monster squad they're a latin thing probably watch dracula untold and see if there's a mention of them in it like oh. godzilla and kong where they had the same the same group dealing with them monarch yeah that's it they're dealing with king kong and mummies I'm not saying Monarch are doing these ones. <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh, as the film goes on, the mummy gradually gets more powerful. She escapes Dr. Jekyll's prison by conjuring a spider out of thin air and making it walk into a man's ear. He dies so she can take control of him and he smashes up all the electrical equipment, freeing her from her prison. And then she's free to go and get the stone which contains uh, the evil spirit of, of Set, so uh, she can turn Tom Cruise into a mummy. Of course, Tom Cruise doesn't want to be turned into a mummy, so he goes after uh, Armanette with the help of Jen, and things go badly uh, when all the task force that's excavating the site where the gem is buried gets taken out by Armanette and uh, a bunch of Templar yeah, Crusader Knights have been resurrected. Yeah, that yeah. was a nice twist. You can just make anyone... Yeah, I thought it'd just be like mummies. Because she regenerates herself from decomposing corpse by sort of sucking the life out. Yeah. I thought those are the only mummies, but apparently it's any dead thing. Yeah, she can wake them up and send them to kick some butt. Yeah, so I like that. So she gets the the diamond, but in the chase for it, uh, Tom Cruise and Jen end up in a flooded portion of the uh, catacombs of the burial site and uh, the mummy comes after them drags Jen under the water and Cruz doesn't get to her in time he's been chased by swimming mummies which is I like that scene it's a creepy image yeah definitely uh, but she's drowned 
and Cruz eventually gets her to a dry part of the temple and then he stabs himself to revive her and take out Arminette for good Arminette does have an army of zombies with her but she turns them to dust for no reason why maybe she's like I want this to be a personal moment not to mention I'm the mummy they can't beat me one's dead Mr. Cruz I've just bitch slapped him across the chamber like twice and then she like broke his leg or something she smacked it with like a crowbar or something yeah he tries to fight back with this uh, yeah, I think a crowbar and it, it doesn't work because no. he's just a bloke and a she's tiny the mummy. Tom Cruise bloke so Arminette's like I don't need my crusader mummies apparently she does yes she does indeed when Tom Cruise turns into a mummy and then that fight lasts not very long and he ends up banishing her sucking the mummy juices out of her and it's the power of love again it was the power of an evil Egyptian god that was overwhelmed by the power of love <laughs> or willpower star power Tom Cruise's star power <laughs> I wasn't too keen on the scene where he changes and then um, he goes up to Arminette and he starts talking to her in ancient Egyptian and he's like oh yes my love my chosen whatever and then he looks past her at the dead body of Jen and he sort of goes to Tom Cruise and he goes back again and forth yeah hurry up we all know you're going to go to Tom <laughs> Cruise whatever it's the star power thing yeah, so there's two films now where it's been the power of love has overcome. Well, star evil. power. Why is it star power? It's star power. It's Tom Cruise's star power. So yeah, uh, Arminette could have survived by just having her gang with her and not going, hey, if you join me, you'll be able to bring people back from the dead. Yeah, she shouldn't, shouldn't like have said that. Like that lady I just killed that you really like. What she should have done is after she's Gemma. dead and you can bring her back. <laughs> When she was dead. She's dead. No. She should have gone around trying to get stabbed Tom Cruise anyway while her minions just sort of dragged the body off back underwater. If he hadn't seen the body, it would have been fine. I don't know. Mummies are weird. But yeah, every death in this film could have been avoided. And every death probably was avoided because Tom Cruise gets the power to bring yes. people back and the film ends with him wandering around Egypt with a newly uh, revived Chris who is alive now. Was he kind enough to revive Colonel Greenway? Probably not. Probably didn't. I would have thought he would have, but he didn't, did he? Well, we don't know. I'd, I'd guess no. What do you think of his hallucinations? He kept hallucinating a lot, didn't he? Seen visions of Arminette. There's a scene in the alleyway where he comes out of a pub and Arminette's coming and there's rats jumping on him, but really he's not there. Yeah, again, the ones flashing back to ancient Egypt we got at the beginning... Yes, they weren't needed. Yeah, so you just cut out the whole exposition from the start. And what about the other ones? Oh, they were creepy. It's a bit of a cop-out. It's a dream. Ooh. Fair enough, then. <laughs> um, Yeah, Chris, you were late getting here. That's not my fault. It kind of is. You should kind have left earlier. That's traffic was severe. Uh, so I'm going to move on to the news now. Is there anything you want to bring up quickly? I'm going to talk about E3 and some other news E3 looks good Spider-Man looks awesome there's another game called Days Gone that looks incredible yeah zombie hoardy thing uh, yeah I'm looking forward to that okay there was something else I forgot <laughs> what's your news uh, there's two different pirate games coming out in E3 oh yeah I didn't see either of those were they oh uh, one of them's called Sea of Thieves interesting the other one's called a, a, a generic name do they look good um they're two drastically different ones. One's more cartoony, 
and teamwork based and you can play a loot fair enough <laughs> or something the other one's a bit more serious uh, done okay. by the same guys that did Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed Oranges Wolverine for fuck's sake it's set in Egypt uh, yes I've not watched a trailer for that yet okay it's an assassin sliding down a pyramid of course pretty sweet how much time can you afford to be late because I'm very conscious that you have to go to work can you spare a few minutes for the news? You got five minutes. Then. Okay, five <laughs> minutes. Right. So E3, we've we've been through Spider-Man trailer. Looks pretty sweet. Uh, very Batman-y. Uh, contextual web combat looks pretty good. Swinging a brick into a man's face. Of course, they've got web <laughs> shooters fun. in it. Yes. Slightly different costume. Yeah, I don't mind. Do you uh, mind? No, doesn't bother me. No. And also a Ultimate Spider-Man cameo at the end of the trailer. Well, I didn't see that, but... Uh, oh, well, it's Miles. Apparently, Miles Morales... No, how do you Miles say Miles Morales, not Miles Morals, as you said <laughs> when we were talking about this off the podcast. Yes. Yeah, he's in it. Yes. Uh, I've not seen that. If you're lying to me, I'll... He's not. He's taking I'll a picture of the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, we got a big chunk of gameplay. Didn't watch a gameplay. I watched the trailer... But I haven't watched the game. Oh, okay. Well, it's the siege on Naboo, uh, the city of yeah. Theed. Uh, graphics look good. We've got some Darth Maul action and some very good news for people that don't like being conned out of their money. Uh, this game, if you buy the disc, it's kind of the same setup as, as last time. It releases with so many things on the disc and then you get add-ons and different maps and heroes and stuff but the from what i understand you don't have to buy a season pass and if you buy the disc you get all the other updates it's free dlc isn't it yeah yeah you get them for free to contrast that though and grab all the money they can they are adding microtransactions in so that's if you want to do those though. yes hopefully it's not a, a thing where if you pay 10 pounds or whatever you get a gun that kills people in one shot or it's not pay to win so it's if you're rich it's going to be pay to win <laughs> it might be yeah uh, hopefully it's not uh, Chris some sad news Adam West died last week yes. uh, his, his death was announced just after I'd done the news section uh, for last week's podcast it was 88 a- 88 yeah what can we say about him one of the best Batman uh, of course <laughs> No, he's he stands out amongst all of the other Batman. He's got his own identity, not just from the '66 uh, TV show, but his his story has been continued in an animated uh, show, which he voiced uh, for a while. I'm not sure whether that's going to continue now. I don't want anyone to try and do a Adam West impression. No, also don't want to do a Family Guy. I know because he voices Mayor West. He's in that, isn't he? Yeah, so. A true legend, pop culture icon. Did you see what they did in Los Angeles for him? Uh, no. They projected the bat symbol up into a building at night. Everyone came out with like their little bat symbols and stuff. Oh, it was quite nice. touching. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Oh, good. He'll be missed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sad. It is. Um, let's move on to some X-Men Dark Phoenix news. Uh, it's oh, got yeah. a director, Simon Kinsberg. He's got zero directing experience, but he has been involved with the X-Men universe for a while now. Uh, does that scare you, uh, untested director? How's he been involved? What's he been doing? In- like producing and stuff like that, storylines and I'm not things. too bothered then. Well, he's had his finger in the X-Men 
pie for a while. Okay. Is this going to be with the young Jean, is it? Uh, yes, it, it'll yeah. be with... Um, Santa Stark. Yes, uh, Sophie Turner, I think, is her actual name. No, it's Santa Stark. <laughs> her actual name. Uh, but we also get a confirmation that uh, Nicholas Holt, James McAvoy, and Michael Fassbender will be reprising their roles. Surprisingly, Jennifer Lawrence is also reprising her role as Mystique. I thought she was done after X-Men Apocalypse. That was the impression I had. I didn't get that at all. Where'd you get that from? Uh, talking to people. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the internet. I, I thought she was done after X-Men Apocalypse, but apparently not. So we'll see what use they're put to in Dark Phoenix. I Hopefully think... they won't overshadow the younger cast. But I think they're bringing Jennifer Lawrence in to be more of a central character, a place Wolverine type thing. Possibly, yes, yes. You, you Which could I don't be right. want. You don't want, you don't don't want, want a new that. Wolverine. No. Okay. But... I want my own Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, you. He's gone, Chris. Accept it. Until he's in Deadpool 3. Yeah, probably 3. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Quick note the Venom solo film was confirmed by Kevin Feige, our Lord and Savior <laughs> of the of MCU. He confirmed that it is not going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So no Spider-Man at all, or completely different Spider-Man? I don't know. He's just leaving Sony to deal with the Venom Sony oh, movie. Oh, God. It's, it's going to suck. It's their problem. It has nothing to do with the MCU. I don't know what they're doing in terms of a Spider-Man, whether they're recasting or not. All I know is is that it's got nothing to do with I do hope Avengers they... and things like uh, that. So. I do hope they bring Venom into the MCU, though. I want Black Suit Spider-Man again. That completely depends on what Sony do with this. They're gonna, well, they're going to fuck it up, is what they're <laughs> going to do with it. Maybe. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's going to be awful. It's going to be... They're going to release a trailer that's half the film. It's going to be shit. Right. Okay. I'm not defending Sony. Uh, Good. Don't. <laughs> they're making their bed. They can lie on it. Last bit of news, Chris. Now, you remember a few months ago, Mark Hamill came out and said that he uh, disagreed with the direction that Luke Skywalker was being taken in The Last Jedi? Yep. Well, he's come out speedily, months after his original statement, and clarified what he said. Now, I've got the quote here. Uh, And he basically says, I was quoted as saying that I fundamentally disagree with every decision made about Luke. And what I was actually trying to say was I was surprised at how he saw Luke, how the director saw Luke. And it took me a while to get around to the way of thinking. But once I was there, it was a thrilling experience. I hope it will be for the audience as well. So what he's saying is it took him him more money (laughs) is what they've done. I don't like what you're doing with Luke. Maybe this will change your mind. Now you can use Luke to murder the small children (laughs) like Anakin did in episode 3. I've said this before. Mark Hamill's had ages and ages and ages to think about how Luke would be older. And he's never pictured it the way they've planned it. Uh, Yeah, and he's obviously been told something that that he hadn't considered before or that hadn't crossed his mind. And it's taken him a while to see how it fits in with the story and his impression of, I'm of Luke and what they're going to do portrayal you you can be scared that's fine they're going to have him kill ray <laughs> in a blood sacrifice he's going he's been on that island for like 30 years he's lost his mind <laughs> i d- i don't know um but 
first off, I don't know what they've done with him, so I don't know what Mark Hamill's scared of. They gave him a beard, is what <laughs> they've done with him. A beard, and it made him a little bit pudgy. I think that's Mark Hamill's fault, but... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I we can't comment because we don't know what they've done. We can comment. I know exactly what they've done. You don't unless you've read all the spoilers, which you haven't. I haven't. I'm too lazy everything. to Google. I know. So yeah, um, that sums up the news. Chris, you can run away quickly because there's a mummy coming and, and, uh, and you may get fired from work. So there's a strong possibility. Yes. Yeah, so you go. And I'll end the show by saying you can email us at wecouldsurvivefat at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at wecouldsurvive. Leave us a comment or a rating on YouTube or Podomatic or Stitcher. We're also on Podknife as well. Podknife? Uh, Yes. It's where all the sharp podcasts are are kept. Okay. We are the sharpest podcast in that particular kitchen. Are we? We get our point across. I'm Fair enough. running out of <laughs> knife puns. Um, but yeah, leave us a comment and subscribe to us, please. Uh, that please helps. just subscribe. <laughs> that helps uh, get us more visible and get more people tricked. I mean, <laughs> lured. <dedicated. laughs> yeah, to listening to our, our ramblings. But yeah, until then, keep on surviving. That's my bit. <laughs> I, Until g- I then. gave you plenty of time. I thought you were going to leave because you have to go to work. <laughs> Until then, keep on surviving. Goodbye.